Hey everybody, sort of a special treat for you. First off, a lot of you are seeing this for the first time. This is the first video, and I know it's not great quality, but a couple caveats. I just got back from Europe. I've been home for two days, but my bags have not. <laughs> my bags didn't make it, and so they're still shipping them to me, and in my bag is where all of my audio equipment is. I know it seems like every week I've got an excuse, but you gotta understand, I travel a lot, and I've got ADD, and I'm a fucking idiot. All those things are true at the same time, and that is just a tornado of, um, of shit. So hopefully they'll have my microphones and stuff back to me and all my audio equipment and everything. I uh, got a new story coming on Monday, but this is a special treat. Me and Trey were in Europe, and we were there to write a book. And so aside from taking notes, um, we also did a couple like we just would turn my camera on and just start talking every night so that we could then go back and look at that stuff and, you know, maybe it would jog our memory about something that we had done. And so I recorded some stuff that we thought maybe we could use that for our podcast putting on airs, but maybe not. Who knows? And I told him, I said, well, I'll tell you one thing, regardless of if we use it for a future putting on airs episode, would you mind if I put it out to my Substack? And he's like, no, I don't care about that. So what you're about to see is either um, going to never be seen anywhere other than here or you're getting early access to something that won't come out on Putting On Airs for at least a couple months. So this is me and Trey uh, sitting down in, I want to say that we were in Scotland. We were, I think we were in Scotland. <laughs> I should know. Uh, and we were just kind of interviewing each other about our trip so far in Europe. I really hope you enjoy it. I think you will, because uh, we enjoyed doing it. So take care, and thanks for being a subscriber. And remember, uh, if you well, this I think this is only going out to paid subscribers at first. But if you're a paid subscriber, and I've got stuff on my hand, that's a bug. Jesus, I'm sorry. I just got off the golf course. You can take look at that. Look at that red neck. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put this out first to subscribers, and then probably put it up for free later. Um, and if you're seeing this later and it's free and you're like, I wish I could have seen it earlier, but I can't afford the $5. Well, you know, you can just email me at uh, buttercreamcory at gmail.com and I will comp you a subscription. No questions asked. If you're out of work, uh, don't matter. If you uh, just got laid off, don't matter. If you just got too many kids and can't afford it, don't matter. I'll comp you. No questions asked. I don't want this to ever be about the money, but boy, do I love it. <laughs> Thank you all for helping me afford a Europe trip. Um... Also, if you if you pay for the $5 membership and you're just like, this isn't worth it, cancel it and email me and I'll give it to you for free. So, love y'all and enjoy this conversation with me and Trey Crowder. Mwah. What's up, airheads? Listen, y'all may or may not ever see this. If you're seeing it at all, I guess that seemed like a weird thing to say, but here's what we're doing. We're <laughs> in a, we, it's our last, they'll see it in some form. They'll see it in some form. This is our last night in Scotland. So we thought Scotland. Our last night in Scotland, Des, we thought we're going to London tomorrow morning, and then we're going to fly home the, the morning after that. So, uh, three weeks, you just spilled the drink on your balls. On oh, my you? cold balls, yeah. Oh, got cold balls. That's unfortunate. Yeah. We thought, you know, we'd try to get some thoughts down and give you that sort of rundown of the experience. And if we feel at the end of this that it ends up hidden, then we're going to release it to you. And ideally, you will forgive the differences in format as. We said and quality and, and quality audio and technic you know audio video quality. You'll forgive the differences there in exchange for the offset in the sort of novelty of the experience. So that's kind of what we're thinking. 
Uh, so we'll obviously producer us, not here, it's just the two of us in, a, in our hotel room in Scotland in Edinburgh, just doing this for you and hopefully it hits, Joe. Hi, so I've had a wonderful time. I, I've mentioned to you several times in like the past couple days that like we were in London three weeks ago doing stand-up mm. and that both feels like yesterday and it feels like it was a year ago. And I think it's like because three month three three weeks over here, you're experiencing so many different things. We've been to different you know countries. We've been to different cities, and it's just all sort of. It just feels like I'm in a completely different world. Just setting the stage for everybody. When he he says we've been to different countries, we have and we have not. We've been to England and Scotland, right? Who very much consider themselves separate company or countries. You can tell after having been here for a while, but. They're all technically part of the United Kingdom, which is one country on the global stage. So it's two countries, but also it's the same country, whatever. They, Scotland, I, we've met a lot of Scots who have told us Scotland will be independent and it won't be long. There's like so. a referendum coming up, isn't there? No, they don't have one set yet, but the way they... Is that what it's called, a referendum? A referendum yeah. They had a referendum on it like eight years ago or something like that and barely stayed in the UK. Like it was like 52 to 48 or something like that for them to stay in the UK. And then everybody we've talked to has said, like, you know, and since then, it's been a lot of bullshit with Brexit and the pandemic and Boris Johnson and all that. And they're like, so we've been kind of busy with right. things not hitting, but once we can get another referendum on the books, they've all been saying to us, like, I guarantee you right now we're going to be our own country before long. So, you know, good for them. How do you think that's going to, like, shake out? Like, do you think well, it'll be a clean they, cut? Well, they want to be back... They want to be back in, in the, the EU. EU. Right. Like, they never wanted to be part of Brexit. They didn't want to leave the EU in the first place. So they want to be back in the EU. So, I mean, I don't know. I think, like, I mean, what's England going to do? Like, they, like, I feel like we're in a they very... They can't go to war. Right. I say, we're in a very different time now than the way things right. used to work. And I feel like if they have a referendum and the people of Scotland are like, yeah, we're done with y'all. I don't know what, like, I can yeah, say... Yeah, because it's that, like, like, England's one of our allies, like, one of our biggest allies, but there's no fucking way that if that happened, America would be like, we got to side with England, like, you know what I'm saying? Especially like if they went to war? Yeah. Right. Because I'm saying, like... They're not, they ain't going to go to war. I know they're not, but yeah. I'm saying, like, you're right, it's a different time, because, like, uh, what what Scotland wants is Ameri is exactly what America was founded on. Yeah, like no, you, seeking you, independence. You used to have to fight a war to right. be able to do that. But I'm and just now saying, you can just take a vote. We're in a different place now, I think. So, which is good. You ought not have to war. Wars don't hit. No wars We've don't always hit. Said wars don't hit. That whole that war in Ukraine that don't hit. War in Ukraine, genocide. 9-11. And Hitler. And Hitler. None, no, of, those none of those things hit. But see, okay, but like the war in the Ukraine, that is Russia saying, y'all should be us, right? Yes. That's Russia being like, y'all should be us, and Ukraine's like, nah, we ain't y'all. So but like, they're just more civilized here. I mean, yeah, dude, Russia, what Russia's doing yeah, is they some serious have. warlord bullshit. That's kind of the whole, that's the reason the whole world is against them right now is because I feel like... It's like, every, we don't do this no more. They're like, not brown. They don't like, have oil. I feel like everybody else in the world is kind of like, we don't do that no more. Right. Like, that used to be a thing you did, going and warring with people to conquer them. Listen, like, hey, we I live your... in a civilized country. What you need to do is wait till someone who looks like they're from over there bombs a federal building and then claim that it was them and then go in there and fuck them up and give them democracy and then be like, oops, guess it wasn't them. Yeah. That's what we did to Iraq, wasn't it? Okay. Bombed a federal building? Well, 9-11. 
9-11. Yeah. Not, they weren't, it wasn't a federal building. Sorry. But like, I think what you said made complete sense. I just couldn't follow it. Yeah, right. You said somebody that looks like them bonds a federal building, and I started thinking about Timothy McVeigh and OKC. No, 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 no. We would never do that. Like, That's a white person. But like a, yeah, no, a false flag But like we, we we fucked with Iraq because we were just like, they've got weapons of mass destruction, and maybe the Taliban's there. And then it's like, we did all that, and we're just like, mm, there wasn't any, but hey, you're welcome for the democracy. And so, yeah, well, there was also this element of the, we were like, we're liberating. Saddam Hussein don't sit. Oh, don't hit. He don't hit. No, that's, no, he don't hit. No, he don't hit. But that was part of the narrative was like, we're liberating the Iraqi people from this evil despot, right? Whereas, which again, all that was just bullshit because they just, George Bush was mad because they tried to kill his daddy and they had a bunch of old money and Halliburton was going to get rich and Dick Cheney and hit for him and whatever else. That's what was Did really they actually try to kill George H.W.? Yeah, Iraq did, yeah. Oh. But, uh, well, the Saddam Hussein's people. people did. Right. Uh, but so, but like with fucking Zelensky uh-huh. in the Ukraine, right, the whole world is like, this dude does, does hit. hit. Right. Saddam Hussein don't hit. Right. Zelensky, Zelensky does, does hit. hit. Yeah, right. And the whole, the whole world's like, this dude hits. Yeah, he so does. Like, he wears T-shirts. You are not being. That are fitted, like he's not wearing right. the fucking, like, uh. Little berets that Saddam used to wear with the mustache and the military shirt. He looks like one of us. Saddam Hussein didn't hit. No, Saddam Hussein didn't hit. Did you ever read all that stuff about like the American soldiers who like got reverse stockholmed by Saddam Hussein? Yeah, that's what um, Homeland's about. Did you ever watch that show? Oh no, on Showtime. No, I didn't watch that. It's about a soldier for whom, to whom that happened. That's like actual a- Saddam Hussein in that show. Uh, I can't know. They were just comparing. It's like, like a, a fictionalized a, version, but yeah, it's right. but it's that though. That's but what yeah, it's about. This I read this interview with this one American soul. I mean, he was soldier, captain, or whatever. Who like the way he was doing this interview was like you really get how this guy came to be who he is because like I'm sitting there in a position of seeing him at his absolute worst, knowing everything he'd done. Knowing that he's about and and he and he had like had me convinced at certain points that it's like I don't know about this man like he's like I really liked him he was my friend he was a charming guy he had like papa wisdom and shit I said all that to say this he didn't hit he did not hit he did not hit. no I think most of those people who like if it wasn't yo daddy just giving you a country right if you like seized it by force or whatever. I bet most of those guys are insanely charismatic. They'd have to be. You can't gen up Hitler was probably charismatic. Right. I, I bet they all I mean, have you seen him talk? Right. He captivated they them crowds. And everybody was like, this, this is it. This is it right here. Yeah, all the Germans are like, this, this guy hits. This hits. And the rest but, of the world's like, he don't hit. And they're like, no, he does it. But and we're then, not in a third we're world. War two. Right. But we're not in uh, the Ukraine or Russia where all this bullshit's going on. We're in the UK where it would be a completely different thing. And because we're in the UK, uh, I just wanted to ask you, I wanted to kind of debrief ourselves here for a little bit if we yeah. could. What so far, I say so far, this is our last day. So unless something radical happens tonight, this will be the answer. What do you, what has been the most fun experience for you? It's not a singular experience, but I think the most fun day we've had, because it kept happening over and over again, was a day we spent in Inverness in Scotland where we both thought when we came over here that People would hear our accents and be like, "What the fuck? Where are you from? Get What's the going fuck on?" Out. Just because, like, 
that happens to us in America. In New York all like the time. If you're in New York or Boston or wherever and you're in a bar and people hear you like, yeah, can I get a Bud Light or whatever? We would never, but you know, fucking... That, and then they'll be like, where the fuck are you from? And then and then you strike up a conversation with them. We thought that would happen tenfold over here. And it largely hasn't. But one day in Inverness, that kept happening repeatedly. And it was super hitting for me. There yeah. was a fucking the first guy who overheard us talking about, like, you your high school track team and I was like we didn't even have a track team and he was like we didn't have no that shape he's like he's, like, he's got he's in a pub with all his groceries he's got two bags of groceries he's like I think you got it all covered here I got my beer I got my paints and my fucking you know whatever else he's like only thing I'm missing now is a woman to carry it for me. <laughs> and he was just smashing just the old like Scottish papa or whatever old drunk Scottish papa he was smashing and then we went to dinner, and well, actually, actually before that, then we went to another pub before dinner, and these guys, they did exactly Hugh. what I said. Hugh and Ross, they heard us talking separately. Hugh, Hugh heard was, him talking, and Ross heard me and talking. To, to set the scene a little bit, Hugh was wearing like the like uh, a workman's like vest, a workman's like vest, a construction, like a, a, a reflective. Vest. Yeah, right. So like, if you see me on the side of the road, fucking don't, don't hit me or whatever. Over. So like, he's. Uh, we immediately, like, this guy doesn't have to say a word before I know. I know who this guy is. You yeah, know he what just I mean? got off work at a yeah. working class job yep. and has come to the pub. And But Ross, he overheard me and he was like, where are you from? And I said, we're from Tennessee. And he was like, I said, I'm Tennessee, he's from Georgia. He's like, so it's like the deep south. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's the deep south. And he goes, so you're most likely drive by truckers then? And so, of course, I was, we were like, both I was like, like, motherfucker, what? They are boys. Like, yeah. Not only do we love them as a band, they're our homies, man. They rule. So, obviously, that hit. And then Hugh, and so we ended up hanging out with these two Scottish guys and fucking telling jokes with them and stuff. And it was such a fucking good time. Such a good time. And then we went to dinner, and at dinner... And I posted. Man, it. that was all on the same day, that wasn't was all, it? That's what I'm saying. God, that's my point. Yeah, that's God. Why, damn. That's why, like, that one day was my favorite single day. That seems like so many the, different days because, because of how hard it hit. Because of all the shit that happened on the same day. We went to dinner, and while we were at dinner, this lassie was walking back from the loo and was like, she was walking by and she heard us talking. She was like, Where the fuck are you from? You know, and she was like, or no, she actually walks up. She goes, you're fucking Yanks, aren't you? And we, we were like, you know, of course, because we're from the South. We were like, no, uh-uh. we, were, we were like, well, yes, we are Americans, but Yank is not the preferred name. She, she's like, sure. you're fucking Yanks. Yanks. And we're like, yeah, we're fucking Yanks. That's fine. And then she was like, I fucking love the way you talk. Like, it's like watching a fucking movie, isn't it? It's like a Hollywood movie. Hearing you guys speak. It's like, it's like, hey, hey, hey. Giddy up, motherfucker. <laughs> I say it is. I love it. You know, like, I've never been more attracted to a woman that wasn't my wife. Her name was Rona McDonald. Rona McDonald. Which we didn't realize until later. It sounds almost like Ronald McDonald. But it's like, no, Rona. Rona McDonald from Nam. She was from Nam. And then she like drug us over to her friend at the bar and was just like, fucking listen, listen to these yanks. I've been fucking talking. You know? and, uh, <laughs> and it was, uh, it was just wonderful. Because, yeah, again, we... We what? thought that thing would happen every day we were here, and it has not. But it happened multiple times in that one day, which is why that one day is my single favorite day, I think. If you're talking about singular experience, are we discounting us doing stand-up? We have, yeah, we have, we have to discount it. But I would like to talk about that after this. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but yes, we can't count that because, like, I mean, that's a cork bat situation. 
I, I'm trying to think. Uh, also, can I ask you this? Was that the same night that we then got kebab? Yeah, it was. That day yeah. was one of the best days of my fucking life. I'm saying that day hit. It did hit. So, so actually, I'm just going to go with that. That's my answer. Okay, yeah. And so, I mean, now I'm just going to have to go with what was my second favorite because that's also mine. But there was a there was a day where I had to go out by myself uh, because you were doing some Patreon stuff. Yeah. You were you were holed up doing some Patreon stuff because the internet had been bullshit and you were like, this is my only chance to do this. And I was like, oh man, I feel bad, but like, I don't want to sit here with you. I want to go out and No, I mean, I told you. And you, were, and you said, direct quote, you go, I mean, if that's what you want to do, but I'd rather you sit here and, that's not even a little and bit just be miserable with me. That's I don't want you to have a good time. I was dying for him to leave. While I don't head, I you should not head I wanted either. him to leave. I wanted him gone. I prefer that's if I'm I, not heading for no. you to not head. So after I convinced him, I was like, <laughs> I, after I convinced him, I was like, you're being really selfish here, bro. Like you're being I did, fucking I selfish. selfish. Was dying for him to leave and leave me alone there. That's what I want. I want some alone. Get your first yank on the trip, did you? Hops a yank, yanking it. You know, a yank, yanking it. A yank, winking it. A winking yank. So I went out that night and uh, I didn't really, I didn't have any plans. Well, that's not true. I had one plan. I went to see, uh, I went to see a Shakespeare play in the round, which was nice. It was, uh, it was the War of the Roses. I super enjoyed it. Uh, but unfortunately, I almost passed out during it because we had had like such a full day and I, I made the mistake of, I hadn't drank all day and I made the mistake of right before the show, not realizing you can't, you can't just like get up and get drinks during the show because why wouldn't I think that? I had two ciders at a bar and two ciders and then stopping and then going into a place that's dimly lit where you're supposed to be quiet to me is a recipe for the nods. But I fucking enjoyed it. It was absolutely tremendous. I got to, you know, I've read Shakespeare my whole life, and you've seen the movies, but I actually got to see it at his own theater company, which was, like, you know, very tremendous. Everybody was wonderful. Everybody there was, like, super respectful. Like, there was no... I don't know, man. Like, I'm just, like, in America, in that same situation, I feel like there would have been somebody talking shit or something, but everybody was very respectful. I wore a nice jacket. I really fit in. I had a blast. And then after that, I decided, well, you know, Trey's still doing his thing. I'm going to go to this pub that we saw that we stopped at to have one beer called the Garrick Inn. 1406. 1406 is is when this bar was established, and the interior of the front pub, the front pub, the front square of the pub is still how it was in 1406. They've since built onto the back. But what's funny is like, remember when we talked to that guy, he's like, no, this, this was all remodeled. It might've been in the 1700s. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like, this is just an old ass place. And like the kind of the space that we're in doing this video, it's not much bigger than that. No, like, yeah, it's very tiny. It's super tiny. It's a really good spot if you're someone. But you know, they was all little back then. That they were all little back then. They you were could little fuckers. You could. They fit, were wee. Yeah, you could fit fifty wee homunculi in there. Back in the sure. day, which Absolutely. what they all were. Absolutely. So I sat there and uh, again expecting like what we'd said the whole time of like I'm surely people are going to start talking to me. I would like kind of try to order my beer a little loud just so that maybe somebody would right. say something. But mainly I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of like eavesdropping, which is not hard to do because everybody's right up against your face, of these, these dudes that are, uh, that are talking. And uh, God damn it, I really wish I could remember. Oh, it was the Jubilee. And this, this is when we're in Stratford-upon-Avon, for the record. So we're not in Scotland. This is Stratford-upon-Avon, you know, English, yada, yada, yada. 
they started talking about the Jubilee, and I was like, okay. And the guy that's the guy that's leading the conversation is like striped, button-down shirt, tucked in. Like, if we were in America, I definitely would think he was like a Bitcoin bro, if that paints the picture for anybody. So he starts talking about the Jubilee, and I'm just like, okay, I've got to insert myself. And I just go, hey, guys, uh, I don't mean to bother you. And as soon as I did that, they were just like, oh, where are you from? You know, and they want to know where I was from. And I told them, they were like, oh, yeah, what do you want to know? And I go, well, like, how how do y'all feel about the Jubilee? And let me preface this by saying, even in America, even if we like the president, if the president comes like near our hometown and it shuts down all the streets and like fucks everything up, that don't really hit for us. Like again, right. even if you like the president, you don't like, like having your day to day life fucked up by that. By that, yeah. yeah. Right. And and I go and I know it's a little bit different because like these are elected officials, they work for us, and this is the monarchy. But how do you feel about it? And so this dude starts going in about how like he goes, oh no, I think it's great. You know, he's like, uh, and I'm not gonna try to do his accent because the only reason is because we've been doing Scottish for the past it's two hard, weeks and I can't it, go back into it anymore. Him, yeah. So he starts going by. He goes, he goes, man. He goes, you know. Regardless of how you feel about the Queen, and I think how you feel about the Queen either way is fine, and several of his buddies felt the complete opposite of him, he was like, it's still 70 years, isn't it? And he goes, I mean, that's that's kind of crazy. And I was like, no, that is crazy. He goes, so I don't know, I, I think it's kind of wild, and like, yeah, obviously she's had a privileged life and all this shit, but like, I don't know, man, like, she has done a lot of service for the country and all this stuff, and he, and then he brought up a point that I have never I know. once considered until this yeah. moment, and then you I told, me I told you, and yeah. I'll be honest with you, I was expecting you to be like, no. yeah, no shit. No, no, I never thought about it either. And he no, goes... I wanted to talk about this, too, because, yeah, it's a... It's and, a good point. Yeah, and he to me. yeah, and he goes like, "It's true that they live a life of complete opulence and have really done nothing but be born in the right family to do it." He goes, "But like, you know, they bring a lot to this country." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Well, I mean, do you know how many people are here for the jubilee? And do you know how many people like otherwise may not have come to England, but they're obsessed with the royals and like also yeah. not for nothing like." A lot of their money goes to charities. There's a lot of... He goes, what Princess Diana... He needs to start talking about Princess Diana. He goes, dude, Princess Diana touched, shook the hand of an AIDS patient and AIDS got funded and was inarguably different from that day forward because of that family. And I was like, damn, I've never really thought about it like that. But he starts jacking the monarchy off so much that it's... Now confirmed in my brain when I thought this is a Bitcoin conservative, bro. He's it's a, now he's the UK equivalent of a conservative. He's the UK equivalent of a conservative, and it is just locked in my brain. And I know that has to be the case. And then we talk, and uh, they buy me a pint, and then of course I turn around and buy them a pint because it, over here that's a thing. That's a thing. Round culture, round, is a, culture. round culture. Not that like in America, if someone bought people you a drink, buy rounds, but over right. here it's like it's more formalized. It's right. Like you go out, somebody's getting the first round. Then the next person, person gets the second. Round. Yeah, and, right. And you have to buy like the same amount of rounds. If you don't, you're a prick. So you if know, three, whatever. like you got to, everybody buys a round. Yeah. If three dudes went out to a bar, they wouldn't be having two drinks because they'd have to get three drinks because the other guy has to pay for the drink. Got to get the round in. Yeah. So they buy me, and this was this was like established in my brain, especially because I told them I go, let me buy y'all, let me buy y'all round, and they were like, okay, all right, whatever. And so, well, no, no, no. At first, the guy goes, I can get my own round. Don't worry about it. And I go, no, 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 it's not like that. I, and I, I was up front with him with the fact that I was writing a book and all this stuff. And I go, listen, man, Harper Collins is paying for this, which is like 
not really true, but it kind of is true. But I just really wanted to do this for them because, like, in my mind, I was being kind of annoying and fucking up their conversation. So I'm like, if if I was having my conversation fucked up, but the, a person was funding my drinks, I'd be like, this is fine, you know. So I get them the round, and then I go to get them the next round, and they're just like, no, you can't. it's our turn to buy you a drink. Yeah. And then I, I reiterate to them, I go, guys, y'all are helping me out. I'm not the one paying for it. And then the, then the one guy was just like, hey, fucking hell, let him fucking get it. You know what I mean? So I buy him drinks, and then, again, I'm, I'm, I'm it's confirmed to me that this dude's a conservative. And we have the drinks. We take the sip the drinks In down. In your mind. It's In my mind, it's confirmed to me that these guys were super conservative. And then the younger guy, Bitcoin bro, looked at me, and he goes, well, all right, we've got to talk about it, the, um, the elephant in the room. Uh, yeah. you're, you're from the States. And I knew what he was getting at. He goes, the elephant in the room, you're from the States. And I go, what? And he goes, guns. The you know, Texas, we don't know when. The shooting had literally just happened. The Texas shooting had just happened that same week, like two or three days before. And by the way, it was huge over here. It's all they were talking about. Absolutely. We did, they knew about it before we did. It was all over the fucking news here. Like they were constantly talking about it. So yeah. And uh, so that got brought up and he asked me point blank, what do you think about guns? And let me preface this by saying, we do not get political on this show. That's not what this show is. However, this is one thing in which I don't mind drawing my own personal line in the sand, if that's cool with you. Um, But I just... Whatever. I mean, I just... I'm just going to answer it like I answered him. I looked at him in the face and I said, it's ridiculous. We're the only country in which this happens. And I think at the very least, we should have a conversation about it, which it seems nobody wants to do. And I was thoroughly expecting him to be like, no, I, I wish we had guns over here. Like, it's bullshit. It's personal freedom and blah, 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 blah. Just because in your head, that dude's a conservative. Of course. But then he turned around and did the opposite to me because he expected me to be a certain way because he knew what the Southern accent means. Right. He knew what being from Georgia mean. And, like, I'm not saying he turned white as a ghost, but, like, you could tell he was like, holy shit, really? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I, I didn't expect that. And I was like, yeah. And he goes... We feel the same way. And then these other dudes who, like, frankly, for the past couple hours had been telling, like, very, very sexist jokes and seeming super conservative and stuff, they were all in agreement. They were like, yeah, that's ridiculous and wild, which made me and you, after discussing it, come to the conclusion of either they just seemed super conservative and weren't, or over here it's possible to be a conservative but not, not a be lunatic. not a complete be a lunatic conservative, but still be a reasonable yeah. human being and right? which like in america you just feel like you don't everybody's either this or that everybody's so extreme in america there's no nuance anymore like the equivalent we don't have a monarchy but if there was an equivalent of like supporting the monarchy but also being progressive on gun rights or whatever, like you're not gonna meet very many people like no, that. No, it's one or the at other at this point. It's like you're either this or you're that. So the reason that was one of my favorite experiences on this trip um, is because I'm normally I'm normally not the guy that really likes to meet strangers and talk to them and stuff. And in normal situations, uh, I would prefer to have you with me at that point so I could at least bounce off you. But those guys, I mean, we sat there and talked for hours. We, I bought round after round. They ended up going like, dude, quit this. We're buying your rounds, you know. And we talked for hours. We had wonderful conversations. It was clear we disagreed on some stuff. We told jokes. Um, by the end of it, they were like, they were like, dude, they were like, because I, I told them, I said, I can't thank you enough for helping me with the book. And they go, well, I'll tell you what, you can help us out. There was five of them. He goes, 
whenever you write the book, send five copies to the Garrick's Inn and, and autograph them. And I was like, can't wait to do that. And like, when I left, the dude hugged me and he was just like, good luck on your journey. I hope you enjoy England. And I'm just like, you know, being someone from a place, being someone from a place where I just assumed I was going to get like this fucking dumbass yank. And they like really treated me like family. It was super fun. Like, I would have hung out with those dudes the next night. Like, that would have been awesome to me. I would have definitely gone back to one of their houses and continued the party. But, like, that was just so cool to me to be, like, a complete foreign, you know, a, a, a Connecticut and King Arthur's court. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was just fucking super cool. Yeah, it's funny that you cut out the word Yankee from it because it, you still can't self-identify as a Yankee. I can't do it's it. It's a Connecticut Yankee. My, my, I, you know, and, and I, I didn't even do that on purpose. I know it was you're like a Connecticut... In King Arthur's Court, yeah. you know. I can't like, believe I can't the word Connecticut came out of my mouth, if I'm yeah. being honest with you. But you're so right, that was subconscious. I was like, you don't say that, you don't yeah, say that. can't be a Yankee. Uh, but yeah, they, um, I, I thought, I also, the whole thing with Scotland and England has been wild. Because, like, I knew before I came over here, I was like, yeah, Scotland, Scots, they don't like England at all. Should we all. fill up our wine? They don't want to be... I, we don't have... Yeah, Yeah. keep talking. We've got enough for a little bit. There you go. Just so y'all aren't let down, uh, before that, this was vodka. It wasn't water. I'm just going to drink vodka, I guess. There you go. Okay. Well, I mean, you can have some. No, I wish I got that much. It's okay. Right. What were you saying about England and Scotland? I knew that there was animosity between them before we came over here. Mm. I was expecting Scots to, like... Be very public with it. Very, very openly antagonistic towards the English. That's what I thought was going to happen. And frankly, I was looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I was but, but they have been, but not really. And I've gotten the impression, and we've talked about this already, but not here, that I've gotten the impression that I really think that they don't want to do it in front of Americans. Right. And probably not just Americans, but I bet like if They're we putting French, on airs in a way. If we were French or something, it just seems like they almost feel like, well, this is an end. We're going to keep this in-house. Right. Like, this, you know, we're not going to just air our dirty laundry because most of the Scots we've talked to have said like, yeah, we want to be independent. We don't want to be part of England. But, you know, we love the English. They're great. Like, and I thought they would be like, they're fucking cunts, a lot of them. You know, that's what I thought would be happening, but it's not happening. And it's also funny that, like, and you see this in the South, too. It's like the South is antagonistic with the North slash the rest of the country. And vice versa, by the way. They're pretty antagonistic towards us, too. But, like, uh, but they, what was I going to say? Oh, they also, on top of that, like, in the South, you'll be like, Tennesseans would talk shit about Alabama or whatever, oh, yeah. even though they're both part of the South. They'll yeah. be like, yeah, well, they're dumbasses. We hit. They don't. Yeah, have. right. And They'd happened, be doing that. And and they also do that. Like the So there's the Scottish Highlands and the Scottish Lowlands. There's also, in the Lowlands, in the Central Belt, they call it, there's Glasgow and Edinburgh, which are the two primary cities. Well, those two cities, they don't hit for each other. No, they don't. They're like, like the North and South. They make fun of each other. You know, while also agreeing that the English don't hit. Yeah, right, right. Like, the English don't hit for us, but also, just so you know, you don't <laughs> hit for us either. either. Like, you only hit for us if we're talking about the English yeah. and how much they don't hit, but, but outside of that... We're talking about each other, you, you don't, don't hit either. Yeah. yeah, we got taught, the, the, apparently one of the cliches is, uh, you'll have more fun at a Glasgow stabbing than at a <laughs> Edinburgh wedding. Yeah. Because uh, Glasgow, they think that Edinburgh... 
They think people from everywhere are stuck like up. stuck up, pretentious up. They're their the own educated ass. elite. They're like up their own ass types, and then from Glasgow, and then everybody from Edinburgh thinks that people from Glasgow are just fucking trash, stupid, trash. party in the street, right. pulling their tits out. Right. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, I get it. Like in, in terms of like uh, when we were in Glasgow, there definitely was a different vibe. Like you could tell people were more partying. There were so many, so many. Bachelorette parties, like it so reminded many. me of the home because I'm from fucking Tennessee, like Nashville. Glasgow made me think of Nashville yeah. in that way. Like I mean, bachelorette, drunk bachelorettes everywhere. And but they were funny as fuck. And like, granted, we're outsiders, so I could understand if you're from here, that wouldn't hit for you. But like for us, it made us feel like a little bit at home. She, what one bachelorette? While we were sitting on the patio of this bar, she walked by and she like goes, she's like, "Hey, do you smoke?" <laughs> yeah. And you're, and you're like, "Cigarettes? No, I'll smoke cigarettes." She's like, "Hey, I fuck fucking fucking, <laughs> I fucking fuck." Yeah. She like stomped off with the rest of her girls, you know. It yeah, was, it was funny. It was great. Glasgow's also like we watched the uh, the the uh, football match in Glasgow. Uh, uh-uh. no, was that Edinburgh? No, I'm glad. No, I'm glad you brought that Is up. That I want to. We watched. So I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about that too. We knew that Scotland were playing uh, the Ukraine in football in a, a world cup qualifier world cup big qualifying shit. Night, so a big deal and we were in scotland for it and we were like dude this is gonna be sweet we, and we found a sports bar in inverness filled with scotch dressed up in like wearing huge scottish, sports bar by the way wearing their like scottish jerseys and stuff like that and like we were like yeah this is about to be lit and they also all the ones we talked about were like very aware that the whole world was going to be rooting against them because they were playing Ukraine, but they were like, "Bad book, full kit." Like that they, one guy my said, favorite quote of the night. And this is like said, a this is like a nineteen year old. I think that's important because like over there, like we've seen so many drunk children, and uh, this fucking he, this fucking nineteen year old sitting there at the at the uh, at the table in his Scottish uniform, and he just looks up and he goes, he goes, uh, "They can have their." He goes, "Fuck them." They can have their bloody freedom next week. Yeah. <laughs> they can win their freedom next week. But yeah, but yeah. this week, fuck them. And it kind of, it was kind of a bummer because Scotland, they got beat two to one, and for most of the match, it was two to nothing. So the energy was not high in the sports bar, which was a huge bummer. But when they scored with like fifteen minutes left, they scored to make it two to one. I'll put and that when, video right here. When they did that. They lost their fucking minds, dude. Started way, breaking glasses. Just literally throwing glasses, just spiking glasses. Huzzah! A guy jumped on the fucking table and started shoving his chair into the rafters and shit. Raft, the the paneling above him on destroyed the all of it. Just bright and, and like you could tell, it, no one was no one was coming. We said there like, was no security. Like in America, we're crazy about football, American football stuff. We think, but like in American sports bar. If somebody started doing shit like that, like in a Knoxville sports bar, if Tennessee scored on Alabama to make it a one-score game, if people started breaking shit, security would come over there and be like, "Hey, get you the get, fuck you out of here!" Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. But, I, but in this sports bar, they were just like, "Hey, you know, what are you gonna do? A lot of these are fired up. You know, what are you gonna do?" And they and uh, and yeah, man, they were fucking like, they're. It's wild because I feel like people think about sports fans and they're like, "Oh." They're dumb lunatics, right? right? Which and they think about Americans, and they're like, they are dumb lunatics. 
And uh, so they think about college football fans in the South, and they're like, oh, they're out of their goddamn minds. But I'm telling you right now, it don't hold a candle. We don't even come close no. to these motherfuckers over here in terms of being dumb lunatics where sports is concerned. Because like they're fucking. We also were in Liverpool. I was about to say I was going to piggyback off that and say yeah. that like, and this is a completely different situation because they just lost, right? To us, they had just lost. Yeah, right. So Liverpool played in the Champions Final, which is like, that's like the European Championship of soccer slash football. And Liverpool had just played Real Madrid, and they lost. They lost that game. They lost like the championship. We were in Liverpool the next day, and they had a massive fuck-off parade because they had won, like, two domestic cups, even though they lost that one. But Corey, and that's when it was scheduled. But Corey was like, dude, it feels like if Cincinnati had had a huge parade after they lost the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if, they, just, if they'd taken, if they'd been like... And they were all drunk and fucking all decked out and all their yeah. red fucking, they had red smoke all in the air. Like, and they're all just screaming and singing songs, walking down the street and stuff. And in they, my head, I'm like, dude... Y'all got beat last night. Yeah, this is the way that I have to but put it But they won for, other things. This, this is how but it's I, like winning a division championship or the SEC. That's what, that's what, that's what I was going to say. No, what I was going to say is like if you want to go straight with the Bengals, it would be like if the Bengals, because they won the AFC championship. So if the right. Bengals win the AFC championship and they're like, okay, we're going to have a parade for the AFC championship, but we're going to hold it after the Super Bowl. Well, Which it, makes sense because the idea is we're going to win that too. It, we're going to win that too. So but, if they do that... I promise you, in America, that parade would not be hype. I've literally seen American football teams get made fun of for like, like the Indianapolis Colts. I think have like hung up like division championship banners and stuff and got yeah. roasted to no end because in America it's like you either win it all or you, you don't. don't win anything. Like right. if you if you yeah, but yeah, it was like it was seemed to us as stupid Americans. It seemed to us as though it was the equivalent of like they had won the division championship. And the conference championship, but lost the, the ultimate championship, and still had a massive parade where they were all losing, losing their, their fucking, fucking minds, minds blowing horns just in bah, the street. The horns—they would not stop with the horns. They all had bro. cases of beer over their shoulder, and again, if Budweiser mostly, which I felt like was because. Liverpool's colors are red, yeah, and Budweiser's red. But they were just walking down the street with cases of Budweiser, fucking singing songs and chant. They were like start a chant on this side of the street, yeah, and the other side of the street would do the other part of the yeah. chant. And they would keep it going. I mean, it was fucking, it was dude, wild. it was awesome, it was awesome. But if you took any American and you transported into that without context, every one a hundred Americans, one hundred of them would have been like. They must have won a game last night. Dude, if we didn't know, we watched the game. Yeah, right. If we had not watched it and known they lost, we 100% would have We would have never known. Oh, shit, they just won it all. Exactly. But because we had watched the game, we kept saying what we were there. We were like, dude, they lost last night. Yeah. Like, like they got beat last night. And frankly, night, I... And they're fucking wilding. And frankly, I've seen... So imagine what Madrid was like. Oh, you know what I mean? Absolute fucking pandemonium. I had to be because, like, I've seen American celebrations of of teams winning where, again, they won and it wasn't as crazy right. as these motherfuckers having just lost. Like, I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's just, I guess they can compartmentalize those two things, you know. But dude, it was, uh, it was, it was fucking nuts. And I mean, it was fun. I, I don't know if I'd want like. Like here in American football, you will have in smashing glass all over the street. In by the city, way, yeah, well, I want to talk about that. But in cities where 
you got a good fandom and a good following for a team that's got a lot of support. You will, like, I bet you the Bengals in Cincinnati, I bet we, you when they landed in Cincinnati, there was a contingent of Bengals fans there to say, hey, we love you. We love you. Good yeah. run. Good guys. Good, good job, guys. But it's a very, like, consolation prize yeah. type of feeling. It's not somber. The, it's, it's not the whole city throwing a goddamn party. Right. It's, of course not. It's like a collection of diehards being like, we love you, lads. Yeah. Keep Get it up next, next year. year. Next year, bro. Joey B. Like, like you'll see that, but that's not what this was in Liverpool. It no. was like a Super Bowl parade or something, except they had lost. It was fucking nuts, man. Yeah, it was nuts. The streets were, again, the streets were loaded with like, everybody was drinking bottled beer and just throwing it down. And we've noticed that like, I watched the show. Yeah, that dude, the smashing of glass. I watched the show, The Great, like, and like you know, that's what. <laughs> oh, you're right. That's he you're does. Right. He does that all the time. He you're does right. huzzah and he breaks the glass, yeah. and it's in a very comedic way. But like we've literally seen exactly that over here, where there's like ah, also smash the glass. In these cities in the UK, they're generally very clean and very nice, but there's broken glass all, all over, over the, the place. Dude, do place. not walk around barefoot because here. It seems like. When they get fired up about something, if they're holding a, a thing made of glass, they're going to slam it into the yeah. ground. And it hits for everybody. It hits for everybody. Everybody's just like, yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> we wear shoes for a reason. Yeah, right. yeah don't worry about it. That's why yeah, shoes were invented. I've never been in a fucking bar where people all around the room are just slamming, slamming. glasses into the ground and shattering them everywhere. Throwing and, chairs against the and wall. And nobody cared. Like, and nobody, nobody felt threatened. Right, yeah. Everybody like, nobody, like, yeah, everybody would just, just do that. Yeah. Well, me, you, you, me and you were sitting there like, fucking what the fuck? Yeah, right. But like... Everybody else was like, no, that's just what we do. They're just fucking hurling glasses. Because everybody's on the same team because it's a country thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if me and you'd been sitting there in Ukraine uniforms, our night might have been a little bit different. I don't know. I still think people over here would have been like, and we well, hit the war that's well, going on. Ukraine, I'm about to say, Ukraine's a different, a different example. For sure. If they were playing like Italy or something. Yeah, or God forbid the United and States. We had walked, well, yeah, that's a, that's a much better and clearer analogy. If they'd been playing the U.S. and me and you were over here and like, fuck it, dude. We walked in there wearing American flags and stuff. We would have got killed. It would have been some shit. And the bar owner would have covered up our murders. It would have been some shit. <laughs> like, you'd have never, they'd have just but put But the Ukraine, the I don't think they'd do that because they of They wouldn't. The, yeah. They, no, they wouldn't. Right. But, yeah, man, like, again, like, I, there's a several things over here that, like, I kind of hate having to take the back seat to them on because I've always been rah-rah America. But, like, their sports fans are way more intense. It don't, It's not even close. Well, uh, I, well, but I don't, like, as a huge sports fan myself, I do respect it. I do respect it. But I'm also, like... Like, as a Tennessee fan, I've seen Tennessee fans show their ass so many of times. Of course. And when it happens, they go to jail we get drugged. Like, yeah. we're throwing mustard bottles on the field at the right. Ole Miss game last year. We're setting mattresses on fire. And that don't hit. none of that hits. But when that happens, we take mad shit for it. And we should. I feel ashamed of it. But I'm saying, like, over here, that is par for the court. Like, oh, they love like it. They wouldn't. None of that would even register for Dude. them. They were just like, oh, that's just what you if do. Manchester, well, so I'm saying, I don't know that I'm, I appreciate their passion. But we would be that way, too, if there wasn't as many I, restrictions I, I pre- on us. I just think I appreciate their passion. I'm not, I don't know that I'm going to, like, give it up to them in that, oh, that is better. I appreciate their passion. I'm not sure that I think that's better. Well, I'm not be saying better. I just mean they are more hardcore fans. They like, are. They are objective. Well, that's what I mean. They're more I know, hardcore but you, fans. You were like, you know, I got to give it up to them, and I'm just saying, like, 
They are more hardcore. Right. I'm also saying I think I prefer as a member of society. Oh, I do too. The US version. Yeah, no, okay. Like, I don't think that it's good. That's fair, to but be as what I, what I mean are. is like But I do respect it as a I, sports fan. That's fair, but what I mean is like everybody that's an SEC fan is like, we're the craziest fans in the world. Not you're not. Close. You're not even fucking You're not even, you're close. Not even close because that motherfucker that killed them trees at Auburn or whatever. He might, up, Doc. he might get let in over here. Yeah. Like they, they might look at him Because you're right, man. All right, you can stay. But most of us, we're not. No, you're right. Because like, like those that. dudes that threw batteries at John Rocker's head at the Mets games, they got escorted out by security and went to jail. If you were playing, if you're a Manchester United fan and you threw a battery at a ref's head for giving a yellow card, they'd give you a dukedom or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be like, this fucking bloke gets it. So, yeah, that was more intense. Uh, Another thing I think that they have us licked on, I don't know if we've talked about this, uh, is chocolate and crisps. So there's a story. And just gas station food in general. Major, major caveat to that. You're right. Major, major caveat. He was a hero in World War II. Yeah, that's a Catch-22 character, major, major caveat. Mm -hmm. But there... uh, I think it's kind of weird. So I definitely wanted to talk about food. Food in general, we've had some great food over here, but the standard for food in America is way higher. Way higher. I don't care what anybody says. It's just true. Our food, generally speaking, is much, much, much better than theirs. But, but, Corey is right, and this is weird. When it comes to like gas station shit, like chips, or as they call them, crisps, crisps, like bags of crisp, and candy bars and stuff like that, theirs are better than Insanely ours. Insanely better. Candy bars in particular, the chocolate is wild, because I had read this before, but apparently, so apparently what happened was Hershey's in America became a big thing, and it was a big thing because before that, chocolate was very expensive. And Hershey's found a way to make chocolate available to the common man, which super hit for the common man, which I understand. But the way Hershey's did that was they did it in a way that like cheapened yeah. the thing itself. It's watered down so chocolate. So it's a it's a low level of chocolate, but it became the standard for chocolate in the U.S. So we don't know no our, our chocolate is still kind of based on that standard because that's all any of us have ever known. When you come over here and you get a goddamn regular candy bar from the fucking corner shop in the UK. It I promise you, I've always been a Snickers guy. I love Snickers. This shit over here, it puts Snickers to shame. We had a conversation. Put Snickers to shame. Me and you dude. were almost in tears last night because we had to admit to ourselves that Reese cups don't really hit. don't really hit. And I know I know I, I know, I know. I know. you're gonna I be know. emailing us at putting on airs at gmail. Like, Reese cups do hit and we hear you. But they don't. They don't hit. I I think that this is actually, you know, you heard me sigh in bed last night because I had to understand that, like, the chocolate I've been used to my whole life really ain't it. I think in the long run this is actually going to help me because when I'm back in the States, I don't know that I'm going to be able to take a bite of an American candy bar without going, man, this is bullshit. I agree with you about the crisp, too. They have really, really good crisp. The flavors. But, but, like, Doritos and Cheetos and stuff... They still they're hit. They hit. They, they still hit. hit. But the candy bars, the the chocolate with chocolate, I'm completely with you. Like I I I don't know that I'll be able to fuck with American chocolate. After I I, I probably won't be able not, to. But you know just, what I'm gonna do? It just ain't. It just ain't. I it was, ain't, Joe. I, I was it gonna ain't. I was gonna say this is gonna save me from myself, but I know how I am. 
I'm gonna just be importing chocolate. I've already thought about it because we've had some we've we've had some fans. Uh, one of the one of the candy bars that they sent me, I fucking I, I pointed it out to you today and said that that was I've been sent that before and it hits. We had a fan one time send me um, a box of chocolates that was like these are UK and there's some of these from uh, Wales and yada yada yada. And I remember eating them and just being like Jesus Christ, these are fucking great. But when that happened, I in my brain I was like. They have just like selected the top three things that hit over here, and like they just happen to hit way harder. And then I come over here and live every single candy that I get is just so much better. So like, I I'm just gonna have to be ordering them from like Amazon and UK. Or I've something. already thought the same thing. It's like I'm gonna be ordering candy bars and importing them internationally for the rest of your life. Out, I think. Yeah. yeah right. No, I agree. But 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 again, that's so wild because we fat. Food in general, right? That is not true. What for that? Like, out, like we are better. We're better than them when it comes to food in general. Also, another thing, because I think it's fair to talk about some stuff that don't hit. Let me tell you right now. And apparently, it's because of a law they have. But these motherfuckers don't know how to make a cocktail. They I, can't. I, I it's to, like illegal. I hate to tell it to them. I'm sure, that offends some of them. But y'all need to come to America and see how a cocktail's made. Agreed. Because, because it, well, this, I think they would feel this, the same way. This ain't it. Over here, it ain't it. The way they do cocktails over here to an American is shameful. I like, think if a drunk from the UK came to the United States and drank cocktails, they would feel the same way we do about the candy. Uh, yeah, I would hope. I would feel yeah. like they'd have but to. But I mean, you know that, like, you know that people, surely to God, Brits, when they're at home making cocktails. They don't make them like they do. No, they home. don't. Like I the, don't know, man. Maybe they do because they just don't know any better or something. But that, but I don't like, think that's always been a law. No, that law we're talking about, I think it's from like the 80s. Yeah. But, but those like, cocktail so recipes get passed down. Basically, there's a law about the amount of liquor that can be served at one time. So, like, if you get. If you get a single, they've got like a, all the pubs over there. They have governors. They have governors on their liquor bottles that dictate the amount of liquor you get. And if you get, just using this as an example, if you got a double, forget the amount of liquid that's in this, but if you got a double in a wine glass, which would be weird, but you got a double, they give it to you. First of all, with like two, maybe three ice cubes in it, by the way. That's yeah, they're thing. stingy as fuck on ice over ice here. They got a water problem here Ice don't seem to hit for them like no. it is for us. They're two, maybe three ice cubes in it. And the amount of liquor in it, if, if this was like a cocktail glass, a rocks glass, the amount of liquor for a double would be about that much. You get about that much with two or three ice cubes in it, and then the rest of it is mixer. You- Whereas in America... You get a double in a short glass, you getting that burn, baby. You tasting you th- that burn, which is what you want. Like it, it's like we hook it up. This where is stupid. Is concerned, and they do not. This is stupid. But do you think that they use less ice because it makes it look like more liquor? Actually, I don't think that's stupid at all. I think you're probably right about that. Yeah, because well, in America they put. I a don't lot. know. It might just be a side effect because again, they don't seem to be as into ice generally. Right. Like, you, like hotels over here don't have ice machines. You can get ice from the hotel, but you got to make a special request. It's a big deal to them. They're like, what? Okay. Right. Okay, well, yeah, we can... Whereas in America, that. on every fucking There's level, you've got machine. an ice machine. Yeah, they don't seem to be as into ice, so... But, no, I think what you said makes sense, though. Right. Because, dude, if it had no ice in it, if, if you had a... a a glass like this, and you got a double with no ice. I swear to God, it would be that much liquor, right? And this much fucking cranberry juice or whatever you yeah. got. And it's just like that ain't it. No, that ain't it. Our martini. We were talking shit about 
We ordered some martinis. We were like, these martinis are not good. And it's. I been, had the worst martini over here that I've ever. Oh my it's god, that's why it was more vernacular. That's than because it. that it is. Holy because, shit! So in America, you got a martini glass. You can fill that shit up with vodka or gin, and you get like a splash of vermouth, which is what you want, and you still got a full martini. Have you noticed that their martini glasses are way smaller than ours? Yes, they're tiny. And I had, and, and then and they're way smaller than ours, and they fucking jack up the amount of vermouth in it to make it look like a full-size drink. So you're getting a fucking martini that's 50% vermouth or something. Which just which tastes is, like... So, which is ridiculous. So, but they, they have no choice, but also it's like... The tell it, me. It just don't hit. So, it just don't hit. So I had a martini, and it's the worst martini I've ever had in my life. And I love martini. I'm a big martini drinker. And they give me this martini. I go, I want to, you know, I always go about martini, uh, you know, vodka martini, dirty, dirty. Because I'm like... I'm just just like, hey, break your wrist on that. You know what I mean? Dirty, dirty. So I get this martini, and clearly what has happened is they it was mostly vermouth. And when you take mostly vermouth, which is a fruit wine, and you just pour a bunch pour of olive, olive juice, juice in it, it's with a, a gross, splash of vodka. It's the grossest shit you've ever had in your yeah, life. Right. Like olive juice and vodka goes very well together, and that tiny bit of vermouth to give it a little bit of that sweet heartiness is great. But if you're just like, basically what they did was like, here's some olive-flavored wine. That ain't it. And that is why it was so shitty. Vermouth isn't meant to be drunk in amounts like that. No. But they have to because they have to fill up a beverage with it and they're not allowed to I was not expecting their blue laws to be worse than ours. Well, we have more random and dumb ones. We have dry. There's no dry places over here. You can go to a convenience store over here and get a bottle of liquor and that's cool. Like in America, that's a problem. Not, you know, California, you can do it. Tell them about it. You can't. But like, Oh yeah, tell it yeah. But over here you can do that, and that's cool. But that whole part of it, this other part of it with the cocktails and stuff, is like don't hit. It's super don't hit. They need to do something about it. England, y'all need to do something about it. Tell them there about ain't you. No go- goddamn excuse for that shit, and you need to do better. Tell them about um, you going into the when we went to yeah, the liquor store we, or whatever. Yeah, I, so <laughs> this so, is this also is a math thing. So I went. We were in Glasgow, and because I had been so upset with how their cocktails were, I was like, dude, let's just go get some vodka somewhere and, like, we could make our own cocktails yeah. and then we'll just drink a couple of pints or something because I'm done. We've been drunk for three weeks if you yeah, can't right. But I'm, I'm done with ordering cocktails at these places. So let's just buy our own. So we go in there and I, you know, in America, in a liquor store, you say, can I get a pint of whiskey? Or whatever, and a pint of whiskey is that little bottle in America. We know bottle. we know that's the little bottle. A pint of whiskey is the little bottle, but turns out that ain't true because that's I not ain't a, pint. What a pint is. But we dumb about numbers. You know, we don't use the fucking. That's another thing. They use the metric system and the imperial system, so it's kind of doubly confusing. But that's a whole other conversation. But either way, in a pub, you order a pint of lager, a pint of beer, a pint of whatever you're getting. And it's like, in America, it's what we call a shaker glass. It's like a... It's 16 ounces, right? It, yeah. Yeah, right. Yes. So it's like a good size... Is it? Is it a pint I 16 so. or is it 12? Or I don't think 12. I think it's pint 16. Okay. It's a, I don't know. It's a... If you're in America and you get... They'll have like a mug or a shaker or a tall boy or whatever. That middle one, that's a pint, right? Over here. You get a pint of beer... And so I said, I walked up, and this was in Glasgow, and I said, I was like, could I get a pint of vodka? And she goes, a pint of vodka, right? 
And I thought, because I was drunk and this is stupid, I thought she was mocking the way that I talked. I thought she was saying, like, do you mean a paint? What's a fucking pint? Like, can you get a paint? That's what I thought. So so she said I did that. too, for the record. So she said that, and I was like, I was like, yeah, a paint of vodka? Can you get me a fucking paint of vodka? I started doing her accent back to her just to be a smart ass. And she started laughing, and, she, and then she was like, I kind of get you a paint of vodka. I got this, you know, and she pulled it out, and I was like, yeah, that. Fucking a paint of vodka. And she was like, that's not a paint of vodka. And, yeah. and I was like, well, whatever it is, just give me that, goddammit. Yeah. And she gave me that, and we left. And then we left, and we were talking about it, and we are like, dude, that ain't a pint. Like, the, of course like not. the little bottles that we call pints, like, that's not an actual pint. Right. She thought that so you wanted her, her to pour you a glass. A cup, a cup this big, like you would get a pint of beer. She thought I was asking her for, can you just do that, but with straight vodka? Yeah. Which is why she was laughing at me. But, yeah. They got, you know, the metric system here. We're dumb on that. Their liquor laws are, are weird and dumb and don't hit. But, oh, is there more vodka in there? What does that say on it? Uh, yeah, I wanted to look. It says 35, I don't know. 35 milliliters? No, milliliters. milliliters, but it's... um. Either way, though. But no, I asked her. It, this is so funny. It says it's thirteen point one UK units, which I guess what means it's fuck? thirteen drinks over here. Yeah. But either way, if I poured this whole thing in there, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking I'm about to say I'm now sitting here thinking that would be a that pie. she don't know what she's talking about because I feel yeah. like if you took no no because I don't know man no the. It's close. No, dude. no. I oh, think that close. would fill a pint. This up. is a pint. That's a pint. Well, what the fuck was she on about that? I think it's just they the, just don't. It's call the nomenclature, because right? I, because I asked, you order a pint. Because I asked for a pint, and she was like, she was like, I can get you a liter, and a liter of vodka. We have that in America, you know. She's like, I can get you a liter, and I was like, No, I don't want a liter. I'm not a lunatic. I want a pint. And she kept laughing about me asking for a pint, but yeah, I don't know, dude. I think if this was full and you poured it into like a pint glass, I think that would fill it up. I well, think shit, that would fill it. dude, fuck her. Well, goddamn, now I'm mad. Well, I'll I'll tell what you, happened. I'll tell you what. Uh, if you're mad about anything we've said or think we're wrong, you can email us at puttingonairs at gmail dot com. Did you know that, Trey? Yeah, let's talk real quick about driving. Tell them about driving. Oh, my fucking God. All right. <laughs> so, let me explain something to you right now. Everybody in America who thinks you're Richard Petty is like, I'm a good driver. You go, oh, man, you just go over there and, like, all you got to do is do the opposite. Everything's just on the left side of the road. Let me tell you something right now. Here's the deal. Yes, that is true. Yes, that is true. It is just the opposite, except for, like, the constant roundabouts, which we're only used to having one of those per city in America, and you know where it is, and most of us just avoid it. Aside from that, yes, you're right. It is just being on the left side of the road. But let me tell you something right now. I've been driving for, let's see, I'm 30, I'll be 35 this year, uh, six, almost tw I've been driving for almost 20 years, which means that I've driven a certain way for 20 years. Well... All of your driving instincts, you think just do the opposite, but your brain does not work that way because so many times in driving, you All have your to, instincts are like in reverse. They're in reverse. So like if you're if nothing bad happens and it's a clear road, it's like of course you have time to think. But like when you're in a roundabout and there's shit going on, your brain tells you go right. Like, because you've been driving for 20 years, go right. And that is the complete opposite of what you're supposed to do. And not only that, 
How many fucking times, and it wasn't just me, and I'm so glad that it wasn't just me, because I was the first one that drove, and when I drove, like, you're on the left side, but, like, the curb is still on the left over here, and you're, like, I'm... I'm just, I'm you're hitting used, it. I was up on the fucking bank of the road. You're like, used to having the curb be on the side that you're You're on. on, right. And like you said, you can cheat toward the curb because obviously you don't want to cheat toward towards the Towards the cars, right. So if you're, you know, like if you're in America, you're driving on the right side and, wait, what are we talking about? How driving don't hit over here. Yeah, but I get that it hits for them, but I'm saying, like, it's not... My point is, is, like, I'm warning people that come over here and think, like, oh, I'll drive over here and it'll be easy because all I got to do is do the opposite. But yes, like, that's true. I'm not that drunk. Hold, hold on. We drive on the right side. We do. And our wheel is on the left side. Yeah. They drive on the left side and the wheels on the right side. That part isn't any different. But when we're but it's not though. It's not we with the the curb. The curb is over here. That's true. But when you are driving in the, actually that is true. It is true. You we're know what? Dumb. Well, but it's just it's, it's just it, not being. My used point to is, it. is you're just not used to it, and you're wanting to cheat this way. Actually, no. You know, I don't think it's none of that. I think it's a thing I want to bring up is like. All that shit is older over here. All their streets is older. They're tiny. They're smaller. They're more narrow. In America, our streets are way bigger. And I think that's all it is. You cheat in the same direction. You cheat the same way. That's true. But the, 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 uh, the streets are smaller. So over here, you cheat against traffic, yeah. which is coming at you. You cheat against it. But the curb is right there because the street is more narrow. So you cheat against traffic and you hit the curb. Which okay, but when, but when you are driving on the highway, a divided highway, right? Yeah, but you're, we didn't do very much of that. No, but we did some of we it. Some but, of like, it. you're on the right side, and, like, you're on the left side. I'm normally, like, I'm driving on the right side, and if I'm in the fast lane, that's the interior lane, right? And so, me as a driver, I'm right here, and I can see the yellow line. I know. So, like, I, but, I know, but you're right. But, but when I was on the curb, it was the opposite right, of that. Right. It, dude, it's just that, again, you you're think. You're not used to it. You're not used to it. But this, we're talking, I've driven one way for 20 years. And then you get over here, which is funny to me, that, like, they just see your American license and just go, have fun. Yeah, you can have a car. Have, have fun. Do the opposite. But like, You're going to pay us, right? You're going to pay us? Yeah. Yeah, you can have a car. You guys might want to get the insurance. Yeah. Just let you know, which we should have because we definitely dinged the fuck out of that car. Well, we did get the insurance. I know we did, but I'm saying, did you see the car after we got through with it? We didn't fucking hit shit. We had scratches all along the side of it from where I hit the curb and stuff. And we hit that fucking barrel. You remember when we hit that we barrel? We didn't do nothing to that car. That car. I saw it. Them shit was there already. Maybe. We didn't fucking run into no goddamn. We hit a barrel. We, Those barrels are we tough. We didn't hit a barrel. We absolutely. I hit a barrel. What do you mean hit a barrel? Those you big didn't, ass like, barrel. Hit it and knock it over. Yes, we did. No. You hit and knocked over a barrel. You did too. No, I didn't. Yes, you no, did. No, I hit a truck. But here's what happened. <laughs> You did hit a truck. You hit the window of a With truck. Just the rear view mirror, but when I say I hit it, it was like 
It was literally like that. Yeah. That's what it was. No, I ran over a barrel. And I looked at the mirror after we got out, and it was fine. I ran over a barrel. Dude, there was a... I'm not saying it was there before, but we... There was a big scrape on the side of the car, but we got the insurance, so who gives a shit? We didn't fuck it up that much, dude. I don't give a fuck if we did. We We bought the insurance. But we did a good job, is all I'm saying. We did a pretty good job, yeah. But, but, okay, but we did a pretty good job, but I was absolutely terrified the entire time. Like, in America, I don't like driving... Like, it's not like that's a thing that I enjoy, but I'm so used to it that it's like, whatever. You know, if I'm driving long way, I can just be like, whatever. No, at 10 and 2 the whole time I was there, and it was just like this the whole time. So, like, are we doing this? Are we doing... And then, like, because we're so used to going right, we would go to make, like, a turn, and other cars would be coming, and it looked off to us, and we thought we were about to get a head-on collision, like, so many fucking times. Like, it didn't. I have to pee. You want to keep talking? No, no, we've done an hour. We could be done. Yeah, y'all holler at us. Uh, well, we'll be back with Clearing on Airs. We will be back with Clearing Airs. But yeah, putting on airs at gmail.com. Yeah, email us, questions, concerns, all that stuff. And hey, like, subscribe, download, tell all your friends. If you enjoy this show, I bet you have a friend that would too. And please excuse us that this episode isn't the quality that you're used to. Professor Rutt, perfect. Producer Russ, Producer Russ is not here, but we're doing our best, and we hope you've enjoyed this, and we love y'all very much, and thank you for allowing us yeah. to do this show. You're right. You would not have done that if I hadn't made you feel like you had to do that, but you definitely didn't have to do that. Do what? What you just did, because that's what Clear and Nerves is for. You were right. Oh. You were right to just stand up and walk away, and I Oh, right. Anyway, love y'all. Bye. Bye.